What's up, guys? It's your hosts, Nicolette and Jenna. Let's get ready to uncork and unwind. start. <laughs> I'm in a weird position again. Hello, everyone. Not in the closet this time. On the couch, just leaning over. <laughs> Jenna's out of the closet. Out of the closet. Surprise. <laughs> hey, Nikki. Nikki is looking so much better. Hey, John. And I'm healthy. She's boozing. We're back, baby. I'm drinking wine. I still like, can't totally taste. Oh, thank God. But I can smell. And wine smells so bad, and I usually love the smell of wine. It smells like straight-up horse manure. Ew, Nick, that's not good for the fans to think. Listen, I got to do what I got to do. I took two episodes, two weeks off, no drinking, longest I've gone in quite some time. I can smell again. I can kind of taste again. It's time. I'm at 10 weeks of no alcohol today. (laughs) Oh, my God. How do you feel? Oh. Like, tell us. How do you feel? you feel skinny? No. It's too complicated for me to even get into, but no, I feel the exact same. It's some witch voodoo shit. No, I definitely have a lot of shit going on, but <laughs> anyway, it's way too complicated. I am not even kidding. I could literally do a two-hour freaking episode on everything, but I will not do that because that's boring. Maybe you should. No, I just feel like that's too boring. Although I did have someone someone reach out for advice about their stomach, and I was like – because I listened to the yeah. podcast, and I was See? like, wow, so nice. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Any hoodle. How's good old Ohio now that you guys are feeling better? Ohio's great. I'm officially out of quarantine. I was cleared on Thanksgiving. That was my last day. Actually, it was the day before Thanksgiving, but we're driving home in a few days. I took a couple vacation days. I'm feeling like a new woman this week. Wow. Wait, you just cut off. <laughs> you cut off for a second, so I, did, I didn't catch the last part. <laughs> oh, so you lied. You just reacted with yeah. a lie. Um, <laughs> it snowed. It snowed today. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. It was 70s and sunny here. Do you miss it? <laughs> no. I saw she snapshots like 68 degrees outside at her outdoor bougie Orange County gym, this girl. And I'm like, oh, sick. I'm in Ohio. It's freezing cold and it's just snow flurrying and not even sticking. We all can't have nice things, Nikki, okay? So I want to hear a little bit from you. What's going on with um, Mr. Gym Manager? Okay, so I guess that's his – Have we publicly said he's a gym? <laughs> yeah, I think so because I said he signed me up. Oh, okay. Great. Well, Nicolette, I haven't talked to you in a few days, but a lot has happened. <laughs> I know. I've been literally asking to catch up. But I guess now it's going to be like a real reaction. A real raw yeah. reaction. Okay. Okay, so little update with <laughs> Mr. Jim Boy, BF. So I hadn't seen him in a while or like I saw him – like from afar, not enough for us to like make eye contact and like wave to each other. So anyway, I was walking into the gym yesterday and he we made eye contact from his office and he waved and I waved and I was like, oh my God, we're back in love. <laughs> and then as I was leaving, right, I walked out and I'm walking like back towards like where I live and I looked out onto the grass like towards the water just like randomly and we made eye contact again he was like outside on the phone and he like gave me another wave so I waved again and like I kept walking and then he texted me this is what I saw this is what you sent me and then I just left on a clip yeah jerk so he texted me after I saw him outside and he was like hey Jenna I've been trying to find you at the gym Whenever I have free time, like, want to say how everything's going for you. Were you able to go exploring? Because he had given me, like, exploring recommendations 
prior. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, he texted me. Like he said he was looking for me at the gym. All, you know, being a typical girl, like sending the screenshot to everybody. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> and whatever. So like I end up answering and we have like a, like we we're like having a conversation. We like started talking about like the sunset because we had had a prior conversation about the sunset before or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna shoot my shot. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, whatever. Who, you know? Yeah. 2020 year of the girl making moves. So I said, after we had like a short conversation, I said something like, maybe one day, like you can show me around, (laughs) basically, (laughs) to make it short and sweet. And he was like, he's like, oh, totally. We can definitely go on like a day trip before you head back home. And then he was like, well, when do you leave? Which part of me was like, okay, that's kind of weird. No, I don't think so. Maybe he's like not pursuing. Because he knew that I was at the gym for three months. Like he signed me up. Maybe he doesn't want to so pursue. So I was like, oh, my con. Maybe, which is fine. But I was like, my contract ends at the end of January. And then he never answered. And then I saw him at the gym today. And he came up to me. Like from the office this uh-huh. time. Like I scanned in and he came right up to me. And he was like, Jenna. And I'm like, oh, Hey. And then he was like, we had an issue with someone not wearing their mask indoors before. So I just wanted to make sure you know you have to wear it indoors. And I was like, I know, I will. Like, we were like joking back and forth about this stupid mask and stuff like that. And then I went into the locker room. But like, he never, I don't know. I'm so thrown. Wow, I'm confused. If if you're listening and you have any insight or any idea as to what's going on here, because I really can't pick it apart. Please let us know. Me neither. And I'm like, even if he friend zones me, like I'm, I've accepted yeah. that. I'm fine. But like, stop giving me mixed signals. I think maybe it's the fact that he knows you're not like permanently out there, and he doesn't want to do a long distance thing. Maybe I don't know. But I got oh my god, his eyes are so pretty. Like I got another glimpse today up up, up front. And I was like, oh, are you in love? I'm in trouble. Yeah temporarily i'm all for it your mom's (laughs) definitely listening like ooh, i know all the gossip i know all the tea (laughs) oh yeah she probably is lol anyway (laughs) so that's my update hopefully you guys like actually enjoy this i mean i'm not like (laughs) i feel weird like talking about it sometimes like i don't want it to come across as me being like yeah like i have a boy who's like it just like no i'm just trying to be like straightforward and honest genuine and you know what? I'm going to keep you guys updated if I get rejected too because yeah. this is an honest podcast and we have no shame here. Zero. Maybe I should start sharing some personal shit. Sometimes I feel like I overshare and then I have to just edit it out. That's how I feel too. Like it gives me a little bit of anxiety after I share some stuff because I'm just like anyone can listen to this. Anyone. And yeah. We're trying to make it like, big. We oh, got to be okay. open and honest here. Yeah. Then I'm just like, you know what? It's uploaded. And then I just get over it. Mm-hmm. But. Well, there we have it. There we have it. We have a really good topic that Nicola and I want to talk about on this week's yeah. episode. This was like one of our first topics we thought of when we were brainstorming the pod. We were like, what are different things we could talk mm-hmm. about? And we like made a Google sheet and a note, a shared note of like everything we want to cover in episodes just to like give us inspo. This has been on the list since the beginning. Yeah. This is a topic that can go literally both mm-hmm. ways. So we have a pros and cons list of course but well should we stop beating around the bush i hate when people do that yeah um you want to announce this week's topic i do but i also have to give a wine review (gasps) 
Oh my god! So sorry to the listeners. Please hold on the topic. We have a wine review coming up. Okay, real quick. Let's hear it. I'm drinking Josh <laughs> Red, the cab. I may or may not have drank this before on one of the episodes. I'm really I don't remember. I feel like I was saving it, but I don't know. Josh is like a staple in my life. It's one of my favorites. We got like ten bottles for Thanksgiving, and this is one of the ones that are left over. So here I am enjoying it. It's smooth. It's delicious. I can still somewhat taste it, and I just recommend it. It's like a good price, like average price bottle of wine, but really, really good flavor and just a staple to have in your wine cabinet. I was actually just going to say take that with a grain of salt considering you're still recovering from COVID. But I already – I know what it tastes like. That's why I was like I can drink Josh yeah, for this that's episode because I already know it. It's not like a new wine. I do have a new wine. I'm going to save that one. Got it. Taking that sip, getting ready for the juicy mm. – topic juicy juicy okay tea. now you can announce what the topic is okay so we are talking all things brrr, social media Woo! <laughs> social media the thing that every single human being is overly invested and obsessed with and addicted to yeah i'm speaking for myself i guess really but or for us but mm-hmm. so you just said that and it sparked something like I, I feel like majority of people do have Instagram, Facebook, something. But if you meet someone and they're like, oh, I'm not on social media, what's like the first thing that comes to your mind? Honestly, right away, I'm like, oh, that's weird. Not in yeah. like a judgy way, just being like, oh, that's strange because everybody has it. I literally think like, oh, what a weirdo. <laughs> it's so yeah, mean. It's like, oh, what are you I, hiding? Yeah. Or like, I don't know. But I, But there are a lot of people and if Anyone listening doesn't have social media, which then again, I don't know how you would have found this podcast, Yeah, <laughs> but if you don't have social media, Good for you. then let us know and, and tell us why. It's yeah. Interesting. People go on like little cleanses where they delete Instagram for a while. Yeah. And I think that's interesting, but I don't know. Anywho's. Have you ever done that? No. I mean, we were talking about this before, but like I do the time limit thing on it and I'll, I know it's a good day when I don't hit my time limit until like after 8 p.m., 8 or 9 p.m. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good day. I didn't spend a lot of time on Instagram. I have it set for an hour. Mm-hmm. I used to have a time limit, but I just kept ignoring it. So I was like, yeah. this is silly. So I, I got rid of it. But I liked the idea behind it. Mm-hmm. There's actually this influencer that I follow who does one or two days in a month where she does like a social media detox where she doesn't mm-hmm. go on any of her apps and obviously she's an influencer so her job is to be on but she'll yeah. like send like a warning message like the night before to all her followers being like tomorrow's my social media detox day like I'll see you guys on Tuesday or something yeah. like that and I'm like I really should do that but I don't I don't know I don't almost like have like the discipline to do, do you feel it. like you need it because there's some people who think like they need it for their mental health you know a lot of influencers over Thanksgiving, I realized, kind of just, like, didn't go on social media. Like, Whitney mm-hmm. Simmons, like, took a few days off. And I feel like some people in that world, like, it is their job. So it's almost like taking a break. Where, like, you and I, like, we don't have the discipline, but we also do. Where we're like, okay, we aren't that – we're not on it that much where we, like, have to take this break, you know? Right, right. I think for me personally with certain social media, I actually go more down, like, a dark hole when it comes to – like YouTube videos mm-hmm. and also just like doing like constant research about all my like stomach shit. Like I feel like I'm just like that's when I'm like, okay, yeah. I need to like come back to reality mm-hmm. and draw back because as much as like education and the resources that social media gives you 
can be helpful. I feel like it also can be like so overwhelming to the point where it gets your mind racing. And then I just feel like there's like a ripple effect from there. Yeah. We kind of just started off like totally naming some of the negatives. I don't know. Do you want to just go through the pros first? Because I feel like we'll probably talk more about the bad, right? Yeah. Let's talk about the pros and we'll talk about the cons. Okay. The pros, the pros. So like the first thing that came to my mind when I was thinking about like, what, okay, what's a pro of social media? Whether it's Instagram, Facebook, I don't know, Twitter. I thought of like the sharing aspect, like being able to see people's wedding photos and baby photos and keeping up to date with people's lives, especially people that you don't get to see often. And especially during quarantine, like not being able to see your family and being able to like share photos and videos and like memories through these different platforms, I think is like a great, great thing. Yeah, I agree with that as well. It's funny you say, I feel like social media was viewed more positively during quarantine because Mm -hmm. it was the only way people were connecting with everybody else. Yeah. Like TikTok and, you know, I feel like people were posting more stuff on Facebook and I don't know, everyone was just finding different outlets, right? And I feel like it was all through social media. And I think everybody's time was like up on there phone with how many hours they were spending on it because like there really wasn't other other ways to socialize Mm -hmm. so yeah I definitely think the sharing aspect is is so important remember when Instagram came out with putting stories and everyone was like fuck that like Snapchat only and now it's like everyone uses Instagram story no one uses Snapchat story yes they really outdid themselves like now they're adding like the filters which we'll Mm -hmm. get to and you know, doing a boomerang or a video or hands-free or it's just crazy. But yeah, also like what you said, like even it's kind of funny because I have so many people that I graduated like high school with from all different grades mm-hmm. and I have them like on Facebook or some people on Instagram and even their lives, I feel like I like get to keep up with and I'll, like, I'll send in the group and be like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah is, is engaged or yeah. blah, blah, blah is having a baby, even though I don't speak to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to share an unpopular opinion. I don't really follow that many like meme accounts. I never was just into memes. I I understood like the joke behind them, but they weren't something that I would like scroll and see and just start cackling, like you know. Mm -hmm. Whereas like I feel like all my friends like are constantly sharing like funny videos and like memes and stuff like that. However, that can be a pro is that there are some funny things that come up on. Yeah. Especially Instagram. I feel like we say social media. I feel like we're really talking mainly about Instagram because that's personally the apps that Nicolette and I are like on the most. Yeah. But yeah, that can always, you know, brighten your day a little bit. It's funny because like the boys always make fun of me for being on TikTok and watching TikToks. And I mm-hmm. hear them watching videos on Instagram, but it's just the TikTok videos that people like repost to Instagram. I'm like, you guys oh, realize yeah. you're scrolling Instagram <laughs> videos for hours. You're basically on TikTok just via Instagram. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's funny because I can go down a deep, dark rabbit hole of like looking at memes and videos and other funny stuff on Instagram and I laugh out loud a lot. So I think there's a definite like entertainment factor. I feel like Instagram could be a really good resource because of the ads for shopping and like experiencing different stores and they'll even like post like snacks, you know what I mean? Different foods Everything. or things yeah. to try, which is always interesting and that definitely they get me. They, yeah. I will like literally click and be like, oh, what's this made out of? Or like, what's this? Or I've never heard of mm-hmm. this before. But again, that can also be a little bit. It could be bad. I feel like every pro bad. has its con. Um, did yeah. you see Kate? 
Caitlin Bristow. It was probably like a year ago now. She clicked on an ad of like this really cute dress. It looked cute in the picture. She ordered it. It was like from <laughs> China, non-refundable or non-returnable dress. And it was like hideous. Like it was like a cloth. It looked nothing like the photo. She even posted on her Instagram. It was like, this is what I thought I was buying. This is what I got. I totally fell for it. So you just got to be careful with those ads. Last year, I fell for an ad on Instagram. And I was looking for dresses at the time for my sister-in-law's bridal, no, yeah, bridal party, bridal shower, whatever. And I was working nights at the time and I had the time. So I'm, you know, browsing this website. They have all these cute dresses. I end up ordering $300 worth of dresses because I didn't know which one I was going to keep with the intent of returning all but one, right? So I get the package. The material is so poor, and they none of them fit me. So then I went to go and try to return them, and the website was gone. Gone. I had all these crappy-ass dresses, $300 out of my bank account. No. And nothing was even, right? So now I'm freaking out. I'm scared to tell my mom because I knew she was going to be like, I told you so. You have a shopping problem. You shouldn't have shopped. <laughs> Sorry, Lee, for your imitation, which was so cringy. <laughs> I ended up telling her, and I ended up having to like dispute the charge and – Literally, it took like three weeks for me to get the money back and had to like file oh, all these like reports and stuff. But never again will I do that. So be careful when you're shopping. And I mean, I kept all the dresses, but they didn't fit. So I just donated them. I always read reviews. Like, well, first off, I don't really shop off websites that I don't normally shop on. Like I keep to my Same. Few. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But I always like read reviews of like things that I buy before I buy them, even if it's a trusted website like Amazon. Like I still go Mm -hmm. in on the reviews. Yeah. So I think another good thing about Instagram, we talked about shopping, but like recipes, I find so many recipes on there. I love Half-Baked Harvest. I love her and she's so sweet. She has like over 2 million followers and she DMs everyone that like tags her or comments on her posts. Like look through her feed. Every time I've tagged her and posted like on my story, she's like DM'd me and been like, thank you so much for making this. I hope you enjoyed it. It looks delicious. Like she's so sweet and thoughtful. So I love her and I love finding recipes. I love finding recipes. I find it so like therapeutic. Like I'd rather Mm -hmm. do that than look at a meme, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's so many good uh, recipes out there for all different types of diets depending on obviously what your needs are. Um, and these people work so hard photographing the, you know, for their blog and, you know, making sure the recipe actually tastes good. And if there's substitutions, they put that in their blog. It's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I love that. And I save it to a folder. So it's like easy access. Yeah. That's another really good thing about Instagram, being able to save it to folders. It's almost like having a Pinterest board, but it's private. Exactly. And even for workouts, like it's amazing. You can easily find any type of workout that would suit whether you're in a home or in a gym Mm -hmm. or in a hotel room. There's millions of workouts and like workout influencers out there as well. And you could save separate folders for that too, depending on like the body part that they're doing, working on. Maybe we can make a list and like post it on our story of like all our favorite recipe Instagram handles, all our favorite workout people Instagram handles. What else? I think the option to mute people is nice. You don't have to delete people. Yeah, that is cool. Kind of control what you see. Which I feel like I have a comment on that when we get to like the negatives in a sense. I think the mute option is good. However, 
if you feel the need to use it, that can be detrimental to like your mental health. Yeah. Depending who you're following. Right. So I just delete them. Like I'm not going to keep following you if you had, if I don't want to see your stuff, you know, I feel like especially with before the election, the mute button was used a lot because people mm-hmm. were expressing um, their opinions, which is totally fine. And their stories and stuff. And other people who maybe didn't believe what they believed would just mute them for the time being so that yeah. they didn't have to see it That's and didn't, like affect their relationship. Yeah. That I actually respect. I think it's obviously more – it's not – it's more appropriate and like for that mature matter. to just mute them than to yeah. delete them and cause like a whole issue in that sense. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say I think Instagram can bring out the creative side in people like editing pictures and in a healthy way like editing your – pictures and making your highlights cute and like making the aesthetic mm-hmm. of your page like I feel like people are really into that and I don't know it could bring out your creative side and kind of make you even with the f- actual pictures you're taking themselves you know that can kind of bring out your creative side too I have a folder of different poses because like I run out of like ways <laughs> to stand in stuff I'm gonna be honest yeah. and yeah I know you do and I do. We I love getting my picture taken. I love yeah. the way like a candid photo comes out. I just love the whole like aspect around mm-hmm. it. So for someone like us, because I know you like your pictures too. Yeah. I feel like you just need sometimes inspo from other people because mm-hmm. you run out of doing the same things. Yeah. Know? I don't know. I feel like the pros in general, like the main pro is just the fact that like everybody ha- has the option to have a voice and to post what they want to post. You're not, like, inclined to post something that isn't, you know, yeah, up to you. And just, like, having a community. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if you're going through something specific, you can find people that are going through almost, like, the same mm-hmm. things. Um, and even Facebook, they always have a bunch of groups that you can join. Like, I joined, like, a travel nurse group. I joined a group for my stomach. Like, you yeah. know, just have, like, support. So I feel like that's, that's nice because it's just nice to know you're not alone mm-hmm. in certain things. I feel like we have a lot of negatives, but I will say I love Instagram. Like it's my favorite app personally, but I know the negative side effects that come along with it. And we're going to talk about a bunch of them. But for me personally, I just genuinely enjoy the app. I think something that is really important too for people to know is that we got Instagram after high school or like at the end of high school. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of you know, teenagers and younger kids now have Instagram at such a young age. And I feel like that's where it's mainly negatively, mentally affecting them. Because honestly, if I had Instagram in eighth grade, I think that I would be Our unwell. Lives would have been so different. Yeah. We were like mature and not an adult, but you know, we were like mm-hmm. 18 up when we got it. And when we first got Instagram, it wasn't what it is now. We would post no ugly, not ugly things, but we would post mm. anything. I would post a conversation. I posted a picture of my head on Miley's body so that I could yeah. be posing with Liam Hemsworth. Like that's what I would post. And we didn't the care about likes stuff. and stuff. Now it's completely different. And I think if you're too young, you don't have the maturity level to like know who you are as a person, obviously, and then grasp, I don't know. Yeah, like my cousin is 13 and she has like – her and her friends mm-hmm. have like over 2,000 followers. I'm like, who do you know? How do you know that many people? It's strange. Like it's just – it's bizarre. Yeah, and didn't you tell me the story about her not wanting to post a bathing suit yeah. picture? She because literally she, was – You should tell She that. was about to 
she was about to post a picture. I was sitting next to her. We like took a bunch of pictures together, like solo selfie shots. And I uploaded one and she was going to upload one. And when she opened her Instagram, it was like this fitness model, like influencer that was on her, like the first post she saw when she opened Instagram. She's like, oh, well now I can't post mine. And I literally, my jaw dropped. I was like, excuse me, you're still posting your picture. Like, do not compare yourself. Don't look at other people and think that you can't post something because of that and Mm -hmm. I've caught myself like comparing myself you know Mm -hmm. and so I can't even imagine for someone who's that young and isn't fully developed yet what they must go through comparing themselves and thinking they have to look a certain way and caption things a certain way and it's just so crazy yeah and like we already just went into our first con comparison and I also think that teenagers nowadays like teenagers now especially on social media do not look like what we looked like as our during our teenage years and yeah. i feel like that puts more pressure on everybody else to mm-hmm. dress and look and and act a certain way and i couldn't imagine having that pressure at such a young age i mean in 8th grade i had no cares in the world same like zero cares i thought i was hot shit <laughs> i literally used to look in the mirror and be like you're so pretty like i'm not even kidding <laughs> Like, where is that confidence energy level now? I don't know, right? (laughs) But genuinely, because I wasn't comparing myself to anybody else because I didn't have anything to look at. Whereas now, you know, they see all these TikTok stars and OnlyFans and Mm -hmm. all that crap. Like, I would do the same shit. I mean, I'm 26 years old and I'm like, wait, why don't I look like this person? Have you You seen the videos? Yeah. Have you seen the videos? It's like... (laughs) 15 me when I was 15 posting like dancing videos and it's like you're dressed up in these wild like 90s outfits and then it's like TikTok like 15 year olds dancing now and it's like crop tops completely made up huge boobs ass like because they have the resources to know how to do their makeup and how to do their hair and how to dress and we didn't have that we just went to limited two and got whatever we wanted yeah an Aeropostale no shade but um (laughs) Yeah, the comparison thing is hard. I remember when I graduated college, I started following a lot more like fitness influencers, Whitney being one of them. And I just went through like a down like a whole line of just following a bunch of people whose bodies I was like, wow, I would love to look like that. And that right there is already a red flag. You should never want to wish to look like somebody else. And I, it's hard because I can't even, sometimes I can't practice what I preach because I still have days where I'm like, oh, I want you to look like that. But yeah. You can't expect yourself to look like somebody when you don't have the same foundation, right? Yeah. Even me and you, we have completely different bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're never going to, no matter, even if we did the same exact workouts, we're never going to look the same, Yeah. right? Yeah. So I remember I went down like this whole dark hole of following all these influencers, comparing myself, being like, I'm working so hard. Why don't I look like that yet? Why don't I you know, look like this? Mm-hmm. And I would buy their programs thinking that I would just magically look like them if I did exactly what they did. No. And yeah. I don't think that people no, I get that, especially the younger generation. They get addicted to it. Like I yes. feel like I go through phases where I'm like addicted to Instagram. My fingers just open the app. <laughs> like I'm not even yeah, thinking. Right? It's like my finger – I wake up in the morning. I've noticed it now and I try not to do it. I wake up and I immediately go to Instagram. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like it really does, especially for like these younger – kids and if you're young and you're listening delete instagram just kidding (laughs) but yeah it's like you get addicted to editing your pictures and Mm -hmm. like stalking certain celebrities and people facetune their bodies so much 
And like <sighs> some people it's so obvious and it's like concerning, but like why? Like I'm all about smoothing out the skin, fixing a blemish and you know, like putting a good filter on that pick, but like completely changing your body. People are going to know what you look like in real life. That's what's so scary though is is you really can't even trust some of the yeah. pictures that are posted. I I have I don't have Facetune. The most I'll do in editing a picture is like if my bangs are blowing in a weird way and I have a bald <laughs> spot in my head, like I will fix that because I'm Wait, just yeah. like the picture's so cute, but literally my eyes just go to the bald spot, right? But I'm not like altering. Yeah, I don't know. You've- You've fixed so many of my bald spots for me. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're if you're fixing something, but like why do we feel the need? For me, it's just like not aesthetically pleasing to look at. Yeah. I think that's why I do it it's more than like, me being like embarrassed yeah. of a bald spot. I do. I I'm have really done. thin hair though. Like I get like if my hair yeah. blows, like if it's half up and it blows apart, it's literally like bald. I'm showing Jenna right now, but like yeah, I think that's fine if you're fixing something. Okay, here's an example. Here's a great example. My left leg is bow-legged. Like if I stand straight on, it curves out. So many people, when I post pictures and you can see it, if it's if I'm standing in an angle that you can see it, so many people DM me and they're like, did you edit your leg? Would I edit my leg to look like a curved C? No. Like, And I also have like – my legs look really skinny in pictures. Like they do look like chicken legs. and well, like you, you have tiny legs naturally. I mean, I have th- I have thick upper thighs, but I have small like lower like ankles and yeah, calves. yeah, your ankles, yeah. So like it just looks awkward. So I was gonna post a picture. Keith took a bunch of pictures of me in the backyard. They're actually like kind of cute. And my leg is so bow legged. So I almost like downloaded an app so that I could fix my leg so that people didn't think I edited my leg. Oh, and and then is where the vicious cycle starts, right? So then I was like, absolutely not. So then I got the picture all ready to post. I wrote up a caption and then then I add a caption, like I space space and I go, and by the way, this is my natural leg. I am bow-legged on one side. (laughs) And then I delete the caption because I'm like, I'm not defending myself. It literally is a vicious cycle. Oh my gosh. I went through that for like an hour. Wait, you didn't end up posting the photo. I didn't even end up posting it. Maybe I'll post it Okay, that can be another con is the amount of time we spend. And when I say we, I'm really talking about Nicola and I because I know we're the exact same. Mm-hmm. That we spend, like you said, editing and perfecting a photo, thinking of a caption. How many, I mean, even this past weekend, like you sent me five different edits of the picture of mm-hmm. you and Keith that you posted. And when we went back and forth of which one yeah. we liked best. And granted, it's like an art and it's fun when it gets to a point where you're wait- sitting on a photo yeah. for hours, which I am so guilty of. Then it's kind of like, okay. Especially like on a holiday just when you're with your family. Photo and people scroll and just like, they're not yeah. staring at your photo. I know. Like, it's so bad. We really just over critique mm-hmm. ourselves, but this is a good intervention for ourselves. And if you're listening and you're like yeah. finding that you fall into these categories that we're talking about, it's time to reevaluate. It's time to take a step back and just know that Instagram isn't gonna like make or break your life. Like it's gonna be okay. no, absolutely. And to be completely honest with you, if I were to wake up tomorrow and and the world was like Instagram is done, I would I would be okay. You know what I mean? But I also think it's because we're like adults and mm-hmm. mature and we know who we are as human beings. The yeah. younger generation, I think, would fall apart. They got yeah. Instagram taken away or TikTok or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. One thing that could be a pro and a con is stalking. Yeah. Right? It could be a pro if like you need to find something out or if you're curious about something or yeah. whatever. But it could also really send you down a dark mental hole. So – Take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> I love to be an FBI agent, but like I also am like, 
do I need to do this? It's so funny. Like, I'll stalk the randomest people. Me too. <laughs> like, it's the most And bizarre. it's like people that I might not even follow, but I'll think of yeah. them. And I'm like, oh, this is so weird. Actually, I should probably, we are, we're already 40 minutes and I shouldn't even tell another story. We can go on to another thing. What is it? I feel like I could tell a story for freaking everything. It's so annoying. Privacy. That's a big one. So, like, I'm on public. I know you're on public. I used to be on private. And then, like, two years ago, someone was like, go on public. Like, public is so much better. And I listened and I went on public. And now I'm just always on public. I only went on public when I found out that I was – I felt it was, like, appropriate job-wise because I've had issues in the past of patients trying to find me and, like, request me on Instagram and stuff like that. So anytime I do get a new follower, I make sure it's not someone from work. But, yeah, you have the control of how much – you want out mm-hmm. there and who mm-hmm. you you know who follows you and stuff so another yeah. thing oh is like are we gonna get into no i thought you were just gonna segue into the sugar daddies sugar daddies <laughs> <laughs> all right fine let's talk about that because that is a really good segue and i was gonna but then I that just something. goes with being on public yeah so being on public that is a huge downfall the f- sugar daddies they have no boundaries and like i think half of them are actually fake accounts like just trying to get your bank for sure and they have zero chill zero zero chill like we nicola and i screenshot them to each other all the time and i'm like oh we got another one offering to pay me a thousand dollars for a picture of my foot when i was it's so funny When oh, I, yeah. load, I literally was like i might have to like take the chance and take these people up on these offers <laughs> do it you oh gotta be God. careful some yeah. creepy people slide in or oh, nothing irks me more when like little shops who i, I don't even oh believe that they're real will comment like dms let's collab and i'm like no yeah i want to block them like, all it's it's so sketchy i remember i looked into one once and right when i asked like a specific question they stopped answering me and i was like huh caught you you know you gotta be careful what were you gonna dive into before oh i was gonna say do you ever feel like if you're doing something or like you're out, you feel the pressure to like post it like on your story? Yes. And to not only post it, but to make sure the post looks looks artsy. Yeah. Like using right? the right filter, having the right font for yep. your caption. I'm so guilty of that. Yep. Using a cute gift. Placement. Like I get so excited about it. And I'm like, oh, yay. I posted like a cute story. And then I don't know if you do this, but I'll at the end of the day, I'll go back and like look at my story and be like, wow, that was a story. really good story. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, that is so bad. And I like save them. I'll save my stories to my highlights. And honestly, they're not for anyone else besides myself. Renee was being typical Renee. And she was like, why do you have so many highlights? No one cares. And I'm like, honestly, it's really just for me because so many people will be like, do you have any really good recommendations like for Austin? And I'm like, go on my highlight tab. Like I have a million there. I did that when I went to Nashville. Yeah. I stalked your tab. It's a reference thing for me. If I could keep them private, I would. I just feel like it's organized in my head that way. No, I agree with that. The highlights is actually a cool concept and I know Mm -hmm. a lot of influencers use it and I love that because sometimes I'll miss something or a link to something and they'll always have it in their highlights and I'm like, thank goodness, you know? I literally will take a video of something and I'm like, "Mm, this one doesn't look worthy enough to go on my Instagram story and I'm like, nobody overthinks it as much as we, like yourself does. But I literally will go on Pinterest and Google like cute Instagram gifts, like what's a search for cute Instagram gifts? Because like you said, I love I when that something on just looks aesthetically yeah. pleasing, but I'm yeah. like, it doesn't have to have that much thought, <laughs> but we do it. I know. I think the fact that we're like self-aware 
it makes it okay. But if you're not, mm-hmm. it could totally be a bad If you're con. in denial. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. So, like, I feel like I have so many things to say about this. All the tailored ads. And so if you watch Social Dilemma, I think you said you did. I didn't love – did you watch it? No. I told – I said oh, I would. Oh, okay, you didn't. But I didn't. Okay. That's fine. I mean, honestly, so many people were like, it was so good. I didn't think it was groundbreaking, but I think you and I are on the same page where we're aware of these social media issues, and it's basically just exploiting all the issues with social media. So it was really interesting when it started to talk about how they track every single move you make on the internet, mm-hmm. the internet, social media, like voodoo people. <laughs> and so they tailor everything you see. Like I was talking about something I wanted for Christmas, and then all of a sudden I had an ad on my Instagram for it. Because it listens, it it looks at what you're texting, it looks at what you're like searching for. So I think the tailored ads and the posts, it can bring you down a really bad rabbit hole because it only shows you the certain things that you're like talking about and thinking about. And then you don't get to see yes. like everything else that's out in the world, including like political stuff, which like we won't get political, I, but that was a huge yeah. part of Social Dilemma. So I agree with that. I think that sometimes if the ads are tailored to maybe one of your triggers, mm-hmm. then it, it could be pretty detrimental. I mean, I, I know for me, if I'm, you know, doing my research again on, on the whole stomach issues, I'll start getting ads on my Instagram of diets and recipes for specifically what I have and all this stuff. And then I'm like over congested to the point where I like shut down because I'm like, OK, yeah. now I'm like eat, breathe, sleeping my issues and I don't want that I want you know I want social media to be a place to come to for mental relief whereas sometimes I feel like it can be that it can also be the complete opposite like it can literally make you depressed it can cause so many self-image issues it can cause eating disorders Yeah. yeah and oh that that reminds me of something I wanted to touch on YouTube TikTok Instagram they a lot of people do what I eat in a days right what people eat in a day does not mean you will look like them if you eat that in a day. People restricting themselves because they're not educated enough or because that's just what happens to work for them. Like, do not follow what people eat in a day thinking that you're going to turn out exactly how they are. Yeah. You can get inspiration from what people eat in a day. I take inspiration from people's meals like, oh, I'm going to try that meal for dinner and, mm-hmm. you know make it my own and whatever but no I agree you can't you know and I just feel like you know we all wake up some days and we're just like not feeling our best we wake up we're like oh I just feel like gross today if you go on social media and like the first thing you see is an influencer who has worked so damn hard for their body post you're just like well go I'll go myself like yeah I, I'm disgusting and I'm just gonna you know you know what I'm talking about right like it all depends on how your mental state is going into opening up the app if that makes sense do you ever watch a workout video on Instagram or YouTube or whatever and you're like and it's like you're in bed at night and you're like I'm so motivated to like do this in the morning I want to work out right now because it almost like pressures you to feel like you have to work out in that moment when you're watching it right and we almost forget that everyone's on different time zones or things are yeah Like, that person's not working out at that exact moment. right. (laughs) It's edited. It's, like, Mm pre-filmed. But, yeah, we – I totally agree. I feel pressure all the time. I don't know. I feel like it's so important to really 
enjoy who you're following. And if you're, if you really are not getting like a good feeling from certain people that you're following, it really is best to, well, either mute or just get rid of them, especially if it is an influencer. I don't know. One thing I, I love following Whitney because even though I know I'll never look like her because I don't have the body structure like her, she motivates me to try different weightlifting workouts. And yeah. she's always promoting self-love. She literally sends stories of her talking to you in her mirror saying like, you know, it's a beautiful day to be alive. Love yourself. You're beautiful the way you are. Those are the type of influencers I love. She's not sitting there being like, "Mm, you have to do this to get an ass like me. And she's always like, I'm not perfect. Like I don't eat healthy all the time. And she'll show you her imperfections. And that's what I respect because everyone thinks these influencers, especially workout ones. Sorry, I'm going on a little rant here. Eat healthy 24-7. No, they're just showing you when they're eating healthy. They're not showing you when they're having a binge or a cheat meal or like whatever. So everyone thinks. And like I said, such a small glimpse. Binges are good. (laughs) The cheat meal. The cheat meal, the spike meal. It spikes the metab. It gets your metabolism moving. That also, you just made me think of for some reason, caring about like likes and comments and... Yes. If you are, if you're able to view your insights, like if you put yourself on a business profile or whatever it is, which I have, yeah. you can like see who DM'd, not who, but like how many people DM'd or saved your photo. It's just, it can just be so tiring. I'm not going to lie. My last photo, the one I posted of me and you on Thanksgiving, didn't really get that many likes. And at first I was like, oh, like that's weird. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, seriously, Jenna, you're get over it. I shouldn't care that much. Do you ever just creep on? Well, I was creeping on my Instagram because mom liked my old picture from oh yes. a year and a half ago, which I was like, someone was talking. Yes. <laughs> I was looking back on my pictures. We got 22 people DMing our picture that I put up of us, like the little, our photo shoot. I put up like a slide of four photos. 22 people DMed yeah. it. Like, what were they saying? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Please Show come yourselves. forward. <laughs> like, was it us? <laughs> was <laughs> I DMing it? You DMed it to 22 Wait, people. I love looking at that too. And like, it's always, it's always like your scandal, like your bathing suit pictures. Yeah. Grow up. Someone, all my bathing suit pictures have three to five like saves. And I'm like, there's a repeat offender here. Someone is saving my pictures. I made Keith show me. I'm like, are you saving my bathing suit pictures? He's like, no. Oh my God, that's so fun. I know it is kind of weird. You're just like, I generally don't know, especially being on public. And if you do have a lot of random followers, you have no idea. Yeah. So weird. YOLO. YOLO is right. Yeah. I mean, the whole comments and likes things, I feel like that just, I feel like it can go both ways. I feel like people get upset if they don't get a like on something, if they put time into the photo shoot, Mm -hmm. they put time into editing it, they put time into just everything, right? And it doesn't perform as well. But then I feel like it could go the other way where it's like, okay, this took me two seconds to take this picture and I'm just upset I didn't get any likes because I want more people to see it type of, you know? But I don't know. I used to have an app that would tell me who unfollowed me and I don't even have it anymore because I just don't care but old me used Mm -hmm. to be like I have to unfollow someone if they unfollow me you know yeah I never had that app thank god but it's just interesting I do feel like people can get like addicted to to like the following and how many followers they have and and stuff like that also this is kind of going back to the tailored ads thing but how Instagram they kind of control and like take down 
especially with all the like election stuff, like taking down certain posts and stories and kind of like hiding certain things from people. And something just happened to one of my friends. She got hacked, which so many people have been getting, not hacked, someone made a fake account with all her pictures, which I feel like this has been happening to so many people lately people have too much time on their hands yeah in quarantine i'm telling but I honestly, you i think it's like people in like other countries like i think this is like people hackers from china or europe or wherever not trying to call out any countries just saying in general <laughs> like i don't know where these sorry people to are. the country this girl she posted she was like report this account they have they say they have adult content of me so basically trying to say they have nudes of this girl and they posted only her bikini pictures on this account (gasps) and she basically put up this long story calling out instagram she messaged instagram they're like it'll take a few weeks for us to get to this but she was like but they can easily take down like a story about trump or a story about biden or you know take down certain things that are convenient for them yep but not like of this which is actually serious to someone's well-being and and reputation and identity yeah she just tore them like can you imagine the scare that scary feeling of you know and if someone doesn't know you that well like they basically made the same instagram handle as her it looks almost identical someone could easily be like oh her old account must have gotten hacked like let me follow this new one it could really ruin someone so that got me thinking and that happened today oh my gosh yeah while we were talking about recording this episode so i was like i gotta highlight that yeah and i feel like especially again back to like influencers they have so many profiles made like of people trying to be them and they're constantly being like if this person messages you don't believe it and it's like why why do we have to make it such a dark place like just let everyone live or like trying to get people to venmo yeah it's so bad it's horrible that could be a really bad con is taking advantage of Mm -hmm. of the app it's supposed to be a fun space to just like share and create and whatever and people are just can make it so ugly yeah it's scary going back to like the privacy thing how easily your life can be turned upside down from someone just hacking your page and getting a hold of your photos and even like getting a hold of your dms if they actually get into your page you know not even just making a fake account i know you really have to be so so careful this is your friendly reminder from your lovely co-hosts here Mm -hmm. um, at Uncorked and Unwind to change your passwords, okay? I'm going to do that when we end this episode because – double authentication so that if you ever log in from another account, it makes you send a code and you have to confirm I love that to like your – to your phone number. Yes. Yes. I love how like Google does that. Mm -hmm. Google just alerted me today that eight of my passwords were compromised. So I literally have a post-it note of all my new passwords I had to set today. Oh my gosh, you were doing so good on this lovely Monday. I know, I had a oh, day. Working on a Monday, teaser. <laughs> wow, uh, I, yeah. should do, I really have to do that. Oh, bullying. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about cyberbullying. That's like a whole nother thing. Oh, cyberbullying. We didn't have to deal with this no, growing up. We didn't. We, we really didn't. We were. I think we grew up at like the perfect time. We did. Go us. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, yes. But yes, I I mean, people are vicious in the comment section of certain posts. It is actually again, more for more influencers, but I will sometimes scroll and people will be like, mm, "You're fat, you're this, you're and I'm, I'm like, "Why?" It's so bad. It's horrible. 
I feel like there was a really sensitive time on social media where people, it was like when Black Lives Matter was happening, it was the election yep. stuff, it was all the quarantine stuff, the riots were happening, and people were yelling at you to wear masks. It was such a sensitive time on social media, and I remember seeing so many influencers, if they posted something that didn't have to do what was going on in the world, mm-hmm. they got torn to shreds. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine that. And then like all the Bachelor people and other celebrities that just get ripped apart, and it just really irks me. It really bothers me. I want to like call out all those bullies (laughs) like i want to say something they really do get ripped apart and i mean it's hard because it comes obviously with the job and having a voice yeah but they're i feel like they're they're there's so much pressure put on them to like use that voice yeah for what's going on in the world whereas sometimes they don't want to be addressing it they just want to share their normal content right i feel like there has to be like a a good balance right between like Mm -hmm. being aware and sharing knowledge and also still being their normal selves i i couldn't imagine honestly having that pressure of people constantly attacking you i mean it's actually so sad you'll watch like a influencer do like a, a grocery haul right and people will attack them and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you used paper bags and, like, didn't bring your own bags. And every video that someone does, like, a haul like that, they have – they explain themselves. They're like, oh, in my state, they're not letting us bring our own bags because of COVID, which in Jersey, that's how it was, yeah. at least for us. And it's like, why do they even have to explain themselves? Like, as if you over there, Samantha, are freaking perfect and you're telling me you never use a plastic straw and you never use plastic. Like, yeah. please – step back and kiss my butt i freaking can't stand it it pisses me off when they have to explain themselves whitney had to explain herself when she was doing like a makeup tutorial she's like listen i know i'm not gonna make up don't call me out in my comments oh people were making fun of her eyebrows Eyebrows. she's like i like fluffy eyebrows like chill yeah and it's like she obviously had like light fun about it but it's like why did she even have to come on and explain the fact that she liked her eyebrows the way she liked her eyebrows it's not your eyebrows like just like I was going to explain my leg to people on my Instagram. Exactly. Posts. Exactly. Exactly. It's so it's so frustrating in that aspect. And I think sometimes people on social media feel like they have too big of a voice. Like to – you know what I mean? I get that you can comment and say whatever you want. But I just feel like there has to be a certain boundary with you being rude and insulting to other people and you actually trying to like spread awareness. You know what I mean? It's like get a life Karen. It's literally all the freaking Karens. The Karens. I I love how Samantha is the name that pops out of my mouth. Sorry, Sam. But (laughs) yeah. She was so mad. She was like, you didn't read any of my pet peeves. Oh, well, she didn't listen yet. No. What'd she text me about? I was like, I'm literally editing that and I edited hers out because it didn't make any sense. (laughs) Sorry. No, it wasn't the pet peeves. It was a different. What what was the other one we did? Oh, the things, the basic. Yes. She was like, you didn't read any of my things that were basic. I sent 20. I'm like, you sent five and they were all really rude. Oh my god, it's so funny. I feel like I got a good therapy like vent sesh out there. And I honestly feel like we could talk about this again in the future as we think of more things. I think my closing statement on just social media in general is that this is going to be the third time I'm using this phrase. Take it with a grain of salt. You can't believe everything you see and what you read. You have to really like do your own research because I feel like there's just – too sometimes there's too much information out there that's so easy to just believe everything and anything like oh how to not bloat anymore and people give like their two cents it's like take it as it is go with it use it for inspiration spread positivity happiness follow people that make you feel good about yourself and just be self-aware to not 
fall into the dark hole of comparison and self-image issues that can lead to like depression, anxiety, etc. Be you. Because I feel like most people want to follow people who are genuine in themselves, you know, and raw and honest yes. and real. So yeah, just be you and continue to be you and uh, block out all the hate. Yeah. And don't be a hater towards other people who might enjoy Instagram and editing photos and posting selfies and posting, you know, stories. Let them do them. Not everyone is going to like social media the way maybe you and I do, you know? Right. So everyone just... I love it. What is it called? Let li- be, wi- be well and let lit. What's that sign? What's that phrase? Do good and be good? No. Okay. I'm just going to come to take an L for this one. It's live and let live. Oh. Love that. And it basically means like the person should live as he or she chooses and let other people do the same. That's the philosophy of the day. I love it, Jenna. Positivity all around and self-love. Should we get right into our segment? I have a story. I love it. It's time for our favorite segment. Shut Shut the the up. This week's story goes like this. My sophomore year of college, I was invited to the senior athletic dinner. I was pity nominated for an academic award because my team had no seniors at the moment. This dinner was actually at a hotel that they filmed Wolf of Wall Street. Fun fact. I had been somewhat hooking up with a senior on the lacrosse team, more of a convenience thing, and we were texting during the ceremony, and I made a joke about having sex in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile i'm sitting at a table with two of my coaches and he is with his parents and coach i can't exactly remember what was said but i remember him not thinking i was serious and i didn't fully realize i was until i saw him get up and walk out of the dining area so i booked in (laughs) and followed him his parents had a hotel room for the night so we went up there I'm not even sure if any words were said. My dress stayed on, shoes on. It might have been five minutes. All for the bucket list, I guess. Got back downstairs and had to tell my coach my stomach was bothering me and apologize for my absence. I was wearing my roommate's dress and probably just hung it back up in her closet without washing it as well, (laughs) if we're being honest. (laughs) I love that. Eventually, everyone found out and we got chanted at on the bus back to campus from dinner. Haven't spoken to him in years, but hey, hope all is well. Thanks for the memes. Oh my God. Yes, that literally had me on my toes. That whole story. I was like, ooh, it's so amazing. That was a good one. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you for sharing. I feel like people have really ballsy sex stories. Yeah. Right? And we need to hear them. Come on, send them in. We will keep you anonymous. We promise. If you want to send to just Jenna or just me, like we don't tell each other. We've Mm -hmm. literally shared stories where I've been like, ooh, who is that? And she's like, sorry, I can't say. And same with me. So yeah. like, send them in. We'll keep them anon. You can send it to one or the other. Pick your fave. And we'll share them on the pod anonymously. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be shared on the pod? Come on. All right. Guys, don't forget to subscribe. Share with a friend, family member. It's it's the year of giving, right? So, you know, <laughs> you don't know what to get someone for, for the holidays. You can gift them with our voices. It costs podcast. nothing. It's free. It's free. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, so like, subscribe, leave us a little rating review, send in a shut the cork up, all the things that we beg for every single episode desperately 
And thanks for and, listening. Uh, if you have any topics that maybe you want us to touch on, you can yeah. shoot us a little DM as well. Slide in our DMs. All right, everyone. Have a great Thirsty Thurs, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.